Hey, hey, I hope you guys have had a fantabulous week so far. So on today's podcast, I wanted to rebroadcast the episode about serial entrepreneurship because I've been seeing a lot of posts and just activity on social media and just even in conversations about having, you know, multiple streams of income and sometimes doing so leads to serial entrepreneurship. So I want you guys to tune in and listen to my journey on serial entrepreneurship. And if you're currently in a business and that business isn't working or you've done all the things, sometimes that also means it's time to just pivot and that's okay. Pivoting, doing something different, trying something else is okay. That's your business. Like you get to do what you want to do. So don't let other people's opinions bother you on what you decide to do, as long as it aligns with your values, your family's values, and it just makes sense for your life because life changes. So your entrepreneurial journey will change. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please be sure to share it with someone that can definitely like take a listen and resonate with what I'm talking about. And also if you share it, please tag at Blended and Business Podcast. Bye. Welcome to the Blended and Business Podcast, where we talk about all the things uncut, unedited, because we are real, authentic people delivering real, authentic advice. Tune in now. Hey, hey, welcome to episode two of the Blended and Business Podcast. I'm Tessa Clemencia, and I'm super excited that you're tuning in today. And I'm also happy about seeing all the plays from our first episode. Thank you guys so much. Make sure if you haven't already subscribed and I'll be so happy if you would give me some stars and some reviews and definitely share it with your friends and family or anyone that you know that may benefit from this. So my blended in business podcast partner, is not here with me today. He is actually on his way home. Actually, not yet. He's boarding a plane today to come back home. He was in St. Thomas with his mama. Um, Him and his brother surprised her for her birthday, and it was so sweet. Oh my goodness. The video he sent me, she was just in tears because she had not, she did not expect it whatsoever. So they haven't, he hasn't seen his mom in like maybe a little over a year. And she hasn't been with just her sons and probably like since they were teenagers. So it was really sweet for her to just have her boys with her and not have to worry about, you know, the wives and the kids and all those things. Cause you know, as women, sometimes we can be a little people pleasers and want to like make sure everybody's okay, especially moms. So it was really good to have her be with her boys and worry free from all the other things. But anywho, so it'll be just me today, but that's all right. So we'll be talking about finding your purpose, which is so important. Um, I can't stress it enough. And I think for women especially, it's kind of hard, you know, when you're navigating through life, just trying to figure out like what that looks like and what it is. And there's so many resources and things as far as that, but I can only give you for me what personally worked for me. So hopefully these tips will 
be helpful for you and you can take some notes down and and if anything like works for you definitely let me know if there's some things that work for you that I didn't mention let me know because that's also helpful for other people as well so let's get started so I will say tip number one is by finding your purpose is work backwards I talk about that a lot meaning you know what does your life look like when you think about like your best life what you what that environment looks like. So for me, that looked like having flexibility. That looked like being able to kind of come and go as I please, be able to pick my kids up from school, being able to be at award ceremonies, being able to just show up without asking for permission, being able to take a vacation without asking for permission. Those types of things just a small bracket of kind of what my life looks like. And so what it look, what it always have looked like. And so I definitely have, have strived to get to that. So basically sit down, get a paper, get a pen, pencil, whatever you use and write down those things of like, what do you want your life to look like? And so that way you can kind of work backwards and figuring out how to get there. So for me, I already told you what my life looked like. So, and then I took the time to write down what I love to do. Basically trying to figure out how am I going to get there? Okay, so what am I, I know entrepreneurship is the answer because that's going to give me all these things that I want in my life. So I had to write down things that I'm passionate about, things that I love to do. And to be honest, I was a a serial entrepreneur and I was chatting with Lou about this a couple of weeks ago, actually. And I was like, Hey, babe, did you realize I was like a serial entrepreneur? He's like, what do you what does that mean? I'm like, I've done so many different like side hustles. And I've had a lot of jobs. But and I feel like they were all life lessons. To be honest, I learned something from everything that I've done. But I was this legit serial entrepreneur, I would start businesses and, you know, do them. And then just, you know, life would happen and I would just not do them. And I'm like, Oh, let me start something else and start something else. And there's good and bad sides to that. Because honestly, if I would have like kind of stopped and paused for a minute and actually did what I did, you know, a few years ago instead, then I wouldn't have been through all those different businesses and all those things. But the good side of that is that I did take something away from each thing that I've done. So whether it be my own businesses, because I've had multiple of those, or it could be multi-level marketing companies, which I've done a few of those as well. And I will say, I do love their structure. It did teach me a lot. So if that's where you're at in your business, it's like you're, it's a multi-level marketing company. And if you feel like that it lines up with your goals, your purpose, definitely stick with it and go with it because I feel like a lot of these things that people do and then they stop it and do something else is either they haven't found their why or their purpose or it's basically to the point where they're just unsure and then they're just going to quit and then if they quit they're not going to get anywhere so if you keep going if that's your why keep going you'll see the fruits of the labor but if you if that's not your why, then maybe you should just pause a second and figure out your why and your purpose and follow a few of these tips to be able to get back on track of finding what you're meant to be doing, basically. So back to the pen and paper. Get out the pen and paper. 
Sorry, I got a little sidetracked my serial entrepreneurship, but get out the pen and paper and figure out what you're good at. What are your talents? I mean, I feel like everybody has a talent. It could be making pies. It could be, you know, singing, dancing, or whatever it may be. Whatever those talents are, write those down. Write down what you're passionate about. Write down what you're great at. And I wish I actually had my notebook that I used to write down all those things in front of me because that would have been so helpful right now. But it was just, I feel like that honestly, these are the things that definitely can lead you to what your purpose is. I do know. So with me starting Love Ava, I had wrote down things that I love to do, which was like travel. I wrote down travel because I do love to travel. I wrote down helping people, helping women specifically, but I love helping people in general. But I did. I think I wrote down helping women. That was a thing. I wrote down, oh, I'm drawing a blank of the other things that I wrote down. But those were a couple of the things on my list that I can remember off the top of my head. I feel like the more children I have, I lose my memory brain cells, which is why I actually love to write things down because I can go back and look at it and say, oh, you know what? That made sense. Like, okay, that's good. So anyway, let's go with tip number two now. Tip number two is pray about it. Guys, actually, this probably should have been tip number one, but that's okay. Pray about it. So no matter what your religion is or, you know, whoever it is, put it out in the universe, basically. So for me, I'll just have to give you my story. Um, When I'm just unsure about something, I feel like talking to God about it actually helps me. It helps me process it. It helps me... Uh, receive clarity and wisdom to kind of go through it and walk through it. So if I would have done this with in the past, I probably wouldn't have been such a serial entrepreneur in a sense. But again, it's okay. Lessons learned. But so when I pray about things, I pray for that clarity. I pray for that wisdom. I pray that God will lead me in the direction that I should go. And there will be some, you know, lumps and bumps in the road. Like I've said before, starting a business is so easy, guys. It's so easy. Maintaining that business, that is the hard part. So when those hard parts come along, I have to sit still and pray about it because otherwise you're going to get worked up. You're going to get upset. Just these things are natural in business. But I feel like me praying about it, having that clarity kind of gives me that like, (sighs) I can breathe and kind of like let it go, let God handle it type of thing because I'm walking in my purpose. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm just praying for clarity and for wisdom and the strength to go through all these things that come along with it. So if you're just unsure, definitely pray about it. Go with your gut. Your gut checks you. You already know. You have that instinct, your mind. Go with all those things. They all work hand in hand and if it doesn't feel right, Again, pray about it. And if it still don't feel right, it might not be right. If it feels like, okay, you know what? This this feels right, but I'm just a little bit scared, but it feels right. Then go ahead and take that leap of faith and, and go for it. For our cleaning company, 
of course, you know, I think we've told this story about Lou has, um, he just woke up and he's like, you know what? God told me to start a cleaning company. And I'm like, what in the world? And I was like, we got to pray about that some more. But, um, he took that leap of faith and actually, you know, we both quit our jobs, not at the same time. And we started that company and that company has been amazing for our family. We're five years in now with that company and that has been a blessing for sure. So if you have that feeling, that inkling, pray on it and then go for it. All right. So you've done tip number one. You've worked backwards. You know what your life's supposed to look like. You know your passions, your whys, your talents what you're going to do to get to that. You've prayed about it. You've received clarity about it. You know that this is something you're meant to do. Whatever that is, whatever that something looks like for you, whatever that business looks like for you, you know that's for you. And you're just, you're ready. You're like, all right, found my purpose. I'm good, ready to go. This is so important. Tip number three, I can't stress it enough. I have worked in multi-level marketing companies, like I mentioned, and this has truly, working with them has truly like taught me the importance of mentorship. So that brings me to tip number three. Find a coach or mentor of some sort. This is so important to just have that kind of community of someone or a group of people it could be who kind of thinks a little bit like you and on that same level of, okay, I want these same things as you. And so when you're looking for a mentor, find someone who has either successfully built or is successfully building a business. So for example, I see this a lot on social media, how, you know, people will post their questions or post things, you know, asking social media for help or whatever. And I really don't like it. And I say that because everyone has an opinion. We all know that. So you ask questions about certain things and there's these people who have these answers and they they don't, they're not doing anything with their lives, just being completely blunt with you. They're not doing anything. They're just sitting at home on Facebook, not trying to strive for more or do anything. And then they're going to just comment. So why should their opinion even matter? Because they're not in the same lane as you. They're not trying to do anything similar to the same thing as you or have done anything. You know, there'll be people or family members who will say, oh, you know what? This is how I, you know, did back in the day, blah, blah, blah. But they're not doing anything now. It's like, okay, so you have these opinions, but you have not ever in life successfully built a business. So why, if I'm trying to successfully build a business or brand or whatever that looks like, why would I listen to someone who hasn't done that? That makes no sense. That's like me having a baby and I'm asking my husband, um, so what does it feel like to like be pregnant and give birth? He's not going to know because he has never done it before. So it's kind of the same with business. If no one has successfully, that is the key word, successfully, you know, ran a business or run it currently running a business that's successful, then their opinions should not matter. If they want to give advice on things that they've done that made them not successful, then definitely be open minded to hearing that because you can learn from their mistakes. I do, you know, I will say that, but. Anyway, once you find that mentor, which finding a mentor, I will say in 2019, is so freaking easy. It's ridiculous. I mean, 
we have so much access to people or to things or if our mentor someone who is on a bigger platform, a bigger scale, you know, someone may look up to Tony Robbins, for example, or Gary Vee or Rachel Hollis. We, they have podcasts, they have books, they have, you know, social media that they post on, follow them. If that's something, the mindset you want to be in, in that mind space, follow those people, whoever it is that you look up to, follow them because they're going to basically give you all the tips, all the tricks, all the things for free, actually, for the most part, if you follow them on social media, or if they have a podcast, they give you step-by-step things that you can do. It's about putting in that work and listening. So a part of having a mentor, you have to be able to be open-minded and listen. And they're going to give you that direction. I have so many people who I've helped out in the past and, you know, currently helping, but I will say for people in the past that will, you know, inbox me and ask me certain things and I will give them the same love and the same, you know, answers that I would give, you know, anyone. So I'm not going to say, well, I'm not going to, respond to you because you're not doing anything with your life or whatever. That's not up for me to decide. I'm going to treat you the way I would want you to treat me. And so what I don't like is that someone who is constantly asking, asking, but not doing any work. So that brings me to this. If you find that mentor and you have access to that mentor and say, you say, hey, you know what, Tessa, I want to pick your brain for, you know, a few minutes or whatever, maybe can we get on the phone or can we meet for coffee or things like that, which I've done all those things before. When you get to that person, do not waste their time. I cannot stress that enough. I mean, if I'm going to meet with someone or if I'm going to chat with someone and ask them something, I mean, when I was building Love Ava, I was so blessed enough to be able to reach out to a lady who was local and she really helped me and she has, you know, multiple boutiques and she could have easily said, oh, well, no, I'm not going to help you because I'm in that same business. That makes no sense. There's enough, you know, people and consumers for everybody. For the, for example, that, you know, meme or whatever that's going around on social media about if you walk through the aisle of bread, like there's not like one brand of bread. There's multiple because people have preference. So, she was very open to helping me. And but for me having access to her and I just use social media, I'd never met her or anything like that. And it's funny because we actually ran into each other at a show in Atlanta uh, multiple times. <laughs> but for me to have access to her, I did not waste her time. I sat down, I already thought about what are the questions that I'm going to ask her or what is most valuable to me that I cannot find. Meaning, do not ask someone questions or your mentor questions that you can Google. You know, I mean, this sounds real mean, but I'm just being completely honest with you guys. If we we have access to the internet, you can literally, whatever you're thinking to type to ask someone else, if you type that in Google, I promise you, you'll probably find your answer. But if you've done all the research you can and you have not found anything, then for sure, reach out and ask and things like that. And so I have people ask me things all the time and I do not mind answering them. But there are times where I'm thinking you can actually Google this and get the same thing that I would tell you. Of course, certain things are more specific, but it can be frustrating to, you know, have all this access and then you're not really using it wisely. So definitely take the time and write down things that are really valuable, things that you know you cannot find Googling 
and ask that person, whoever that person may be. And surround yourself with people who think on that entrepreneur level, not meaning that, oh, well, I can't be friends with, you know, Susie down the road because she works at the school. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you're in that business headspace, that mind space, it feels so much better to be in community with people who understand it and who get it because it is not for the faint of heart. It's very hard, very hard. So to have that community and have people around you that can build you up, that can you can bounce ideas off of, that you can basically just kind of get through all the things. And I'm blessed enough to be a part of a community here in North Carolina. It's called Soul Space. So if you are on Facebook or Instagram, definitely follow them. It's an amazing community. So that has been a true blessing for me. And actually, I think we're going to do a podcast with Amanda, the owner of Soul Space, soon. And we'll talk about the importance of community and what that looks like. So this, I'm going to wrap up this episode of Blended in Business. I'm super excited that we are rocking and rolling with this and we will be back next week. So we'll release new episodes every single Monday. So we will be back on next Monday. Um, If you have any questions or specific topics that you want to kind of chat about, this is be a mix of things. You know, it's not going to be just business. It'll be also marriage things. It'll be life stuff. It'll be kid stuff. I mean, as you know, we are a blended family and we both own our businesses together. So it's it's a whole process, girl. So um, we'll be back next week. And thank you so much for listening.